Welcome to Scanner School session number 18. Today we are talking about something that was a listener suggested topic, simulcast. So we'll go through what simulcast is and how to overcome a issue with your scanner when listening to a simulcast system. Coming up right now on Scanner School. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So welcome to another session of Scanner School, where we teach you everything that you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur call is W2LIE, and I want to thank you again for joining us. So earlier this week, I had posted a message in our Facebook community, which you can join by going to scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. And my question was, what is something that is on your mind that you need a little bit of extra help understanding? Uh, what should we talk about on a future podcast? And a couple of questions did come up, and a lot of the root of what was going on with those questions had to do with simulcast. So I'm going to take a couple minutes today. We'll go through simulcast since we just finished wrapping up our P25 segment. Um, this kind of will put the bow tie or, or, or the finishing touches on that, but it also will touch into some of the other digital modes. So I think right now jumping into simulcast right away, what it is and how to overcome it and, and what it does to a scanner or what it can do to a scanner is something that, um, you know, that we should talk about right now. So let's first figure out what exactly is simulcast. Well, simulcast is basically what happens when multiple transmitter sites and they broadcast the same thing at the same time on the same frequency. So you may have uh, transmitters that maybe cover the north end, the south end, the east end, the west end, or maybe they cover, you know, multiple parts of the county or several cities that make up a geographical cell. And when one frequency keys up, the same frequency will key up on multiple of the, of the transmit sites or the, or the trunk system. Okay, so what ends up happening is, like on an analog system, or I say analog, like, like an EDAX, something with an with a, with a analog talk group, so again, EDAX or Motorola or LTR. If they're simulcast in there and they're slightly out of timing, it doesn't really matter because the signal coming over is analog, right? We hear it the way that it's broadcast. So if the frequency was slightly out, ever so slightly out, we would never pick up on it. But when you roll over to something like a digital talk group, P25, NXDN, Moto Turbo, something like that, when you're talking zeros and one, and when you have timing, which is very critical, and if something is out of sync, what ends up happening is the received transmission doesn't sound exactly right. It may sound garbled. It may come and go because what ends up happening is the scanner is trying its best to put the information back together and because the timing is out and these the scanner is receiving the multiple transmit sites at different timing then the scanner is unable to put things back correctly so how do trunk systems get their timing to begin with well most trunk systems will get their timing uh, off a central clock. So for most of them, it's GPS, right? So because the GPS, you got the clock source and it's right there on the uh, base station. So you have a centralized 
uh, type of timing that goes out. So that's that's how you kind of can synchronize all the sites together. Um, but again, it causes a problem with the receiving end because you have what is called um, delay in in the transmission delay, right? Because you have space and space has a, a known time, right? We talk about things when we talk about um, uh, in, in space with, you know, the speed of light, the speed of sound and all that. And since RF is basically a sound wave, that is the speed at which that um, the information gets from a, a transmit site to your receiver. And again, if we're talking about digital and it's slightly off, then that's where the problem arises. So now that we kind of understand what exactly simulcast is and what the problem is when it comes to a digital signal, what can we do to resolve an issue if we have a problem with simulcast? Well, the best way to do so is to isolate your receiver to just a single transmitter location. So how do we do that? Well, one of the best ways you could do it here, at least in the United States, is you can jump onto the FCC website at FCC.gov, and you can put a, um, a search for the call sign of the transmitter site, or you could do a search for the receive frequency and find out the transmitter locations and pick out the one that might be the closest to you. Or you may have to find one that maybe is not the closest to you, but the one that you can receive the best. So it might be closer to you, but the uh, the next furthest site that might be twice as far away, as an example here, might be 300 feet taller on a 200 foot tall uh, tower. And that might be the one that you're receiving better because your closest one maybe might be on a 50 foot tall building in a valley at the bottom of the hill, right? So you kind of have to use the FCC website as a guide. Now, I'm sure people over on the other side of the pond in other countries, right, you have your own type of government frequency regulator that would um, that you would look into. Um, and again, you can also go on the Radio Reference Database, which is at www.radioreference.com slash apps slash DB. And from there, you can also pinpoint the locations using a Google map of where the transmitter sites are. So how do we go about isolating the best transmitter to receive? Well, if you're mobile, you're gonna have a problem because you're really not gonna be able to do it. But if you're stationary, if you're at home, um, or if you know, you're at a location where you're not moving, what you could do is, for example, if you're home, then maybe you don't use your outdoor antenna. Maybe you use an antenna that is um, on top of the receiver itself. So this limits you to what you can actually hear because now instead of having a large footprint of what you can receive by using an outdoor antenna, you've now shrunk your receivers. Uh, basically, you, you've, you've shrunk what you can hear by, by changing out just to an internal antenna. If that doesn't work, then maybe going to a um, putting on the attenuator on the scanner might be something to try. Because what happens is when you plug in the attenuator and you hit that ATT button on the front of most of the scanners is that will lower your receive signal by 20 dB. And you got to remember, every 3 dB is half the power, okay? So you're really cutting back on the signal. Uh, another way to think about of what an attenuator does is it's kind of like taking the antenna. And I would like to say as an example because it kind of makes that connection to people is if you were to take that antenna and you were unscrew the bayonet connector on it or the SMA just a little bit so you're barely making contact, you could still receive, but it's not the best connection. That's kind of like um, as a really poor example on what 
putting the attenuator in there is. Um, another better example would be is if you're in a room with a bunch of people and then you put your hands over your ears, right? You can still hear people, but you're going to sound a bit muffled and you've now attenuated the noise in the room by putting your hands over. Um, so that's that's another example of how you can limit what you're receiving. Another way of getting around this is what if you have to have an outdoor antenna to hear the transmitter? Well, you could try swapping out your omnidirectional antenna, like your discone or uh, you know your standard whip antenna, for something like a Yagi antenna. Now, a Yagi antenna is a directional antenna. And you've kind of seen a Yagi antenna. It looks kind of like a, um, a TV antenna, maybe, uh, as a way to say it. But what ends up happening is, is the antenna is it has got a boom, and it's got several elements on the boom. And the more elements it has, typically the more elements it has, the more gain it has. But when it has more gain is that the actual beam width or the directionality of the antenna gets, gets in, it increases, it gets narrower. So if you have um, a, a transmit site that's maybe a distance away from you or maybe you, know, you have a bunch of closer ones, you can maybe swing that antenna and what's called pointing that in the null of the antenna, which basically means is you're pointing the antenna into a direction where the the receive site or the transmit site, sorry, is facing the antenna where the antenna doesn't really have good reception, right? It's off to the side of the antenna. It's off to the back antenna. It's not directly where the antenna is located. So it may take some trial and error, and it might take you a couple times up and down the ladder to swing that antenna around, but you may find out, you might find a very good sweet spot where you've eliminated the simulcast because you've used a directional antenna to pinpoint a particular transmit site on the trunk system, and you've now eliminated the simulcast or the multiple paths that the receive or the transmit frequency is getting to you. Okay, so that was a little quick, a little bit of a mouthful, but that's basically the issue with simulcast, and it really affects the digital modes the worst. So what else can you do? Well, if you go for a um, a two-way radio, most of the two-way radios out there are commercial grade, and you can spend thousands of dollars to do it. And they seem to do a better job of issuing or, or dealing with the issue of simulcast than a $400 or $300, $500 scanner can do. All right. But there is hope. If you go and look at the Unication G4 or G5 pager, they do extremely well with simulcast. And it's been documented on Radio Reference how well the Unication product performs when it comes to simulcast. And if you are interested in a Unication device, again, I am a dealer for Unication. And I can offer you a extra something in your shopping cart. Let's put it that way. If you go to eastcoastpagers.com slash scannerschool or reach out to me directly, phil at scannerschool.com, and we can talk offline about the G4, G5 product. Um but again, we also have hope with the new Uniden SDS-100. Again, still early to tell. It's right now, as I'm recording this, it's April, and that scanner isn't set to be sent out into the public or into the wild until June. So, But early reports that I've seen on YouTube and, and a couple of the Facebook uh, groups is that that scanner also does fairly well when looking at simulcasting sites again right now we're looking at you know msrp of 699 us for that scanner but again if you're looking for that radio too i will have some affiliate links on scanner school once that radio becomes available 
And if you use our affiliate links, it's a really great way to help support the Scanner School podcast. Because what happens is when you use an affiliate link, you basically click on a link on our website. It takes you to where you're going to make the purchase. And when you do make the purchase, we get a commission or a fee for the referral of the sale. So it doesn't cost you anything extra to help support the Scanner School podcast. All you have to do is click a link. Now, we've been using um, Amazon because they're global. And if you come on to uh, scannerschool.com slash support, you'll see a link to Amazon where you can be global and make a purchase. And even if you're just going to uh, come on and buy anything, just use our link. And anything you buy at Amazon, as long as you use our link first, we'll get credit and we'll make an affiliate on the sale. So if you're going to buy dog food or cat food, or maybe you're looking to buy, I don't know, something for the home or something for your car, or, you know, something for the kids or whatever it is, you know, you need a new pair of tennis shoes or whatever it is. If you use our link, we will get credit for the sale, which is a great, easy way to help support the Scanner School podcast. Another way is to use Patreon, where you use a monthly pledge to help support the Scanner School podcast. Or you can make a one-time donation by using PayPal. We have that as an option as well. And again, in the weeks to come, we'll also have some merchandise out there. So we'll have some coffee mugs and some mouse pads and that kind of stuff that you can purchase that will um, that'll help support the podcast as well. So again, for some of you guys in the States, we have another option, uh, especially now that the SDS 100 is coming out, is we have an affiliate with Scanner Master. So if you enjoy uh, using Scanner Master to buy your hardware, or if you're looking to have a radio programmed, if you're in the Long Island area, you can always come to me. But outside the Long Island area, you can go to ScannerMaster. And if you go to ScannerSchool.com slash ScannerMaster, that's our affiliate link. And anything you buy from ScannerMaster, we, again, we make a referral fee or an affiliate on that as well. So we have several ways for you guys to support the Scanner School podcast. And um, we're always looking for more. So again, the topic that we talked about today in simulcasting, this came from a post that I made in our Facebook group. So if you aren't already a member of our Facebook group, please go to scannerschool.com slash Facebook group and join our community. It's a great group of folks who also enjoy scanning, and uh, I'd love to have you as a part of the the scanner community that we have set up on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, I'm also on Twitter, and I am loving Twitter. I spend most of my time... Um, on Twitter, either uh, posting or, or uh, exchanging messages with the other people who are on Twitter who also follow me. So if you want to jump on Twitter, it's at scannerschool.com slash Twitter. So I also do a weekly live Facebook Q&A session. And if you've never jumped on one of those before, I really invite you to go on to scannerschool.com or even go on Facebook and look at the recorded sessions we have. Again, you can go to uh, scannerschool.com slash Facebook and now take you to our Facebook page where the previous sessions are available for you to watch again. And um, it's, it's a really interactive way for you to ask a question and I will usually answer them live on Facebook either by doing a on-screen demo or, um, you know, I've, I've had pictures of other people's um, radio or shacks or listening stations behind me as I speak if uh, you submit your pictures and uh, we've gone through a, a couple of live exercises and that kind of deal in fact the last week we had um, the International Space Station was uh, broadcasting slow scan TV so we wrapped up a session with a real a real time live slow scan TV demo where I was receiving uh, a picture from the International Space Station flying overhead while I was doing the Facebook Live Q&A. So again, if you haven't um, 
If you haven't checked one out, I really invite you to do one. If um, you're not on Facebook, it's not a problem. You just uh, can't submit the questions ahead of time. You can always email them to me at phil at scannerschool.com. But if you're not on Facebook, just go to scannerschool.com slash Facebook. You can view the live Q&A as a non-member. Or if you are a member of Facebook, I invite you to like the page and follow us in the group and maybe even also like us on Twitter. So with that, I would like to say uh, thank you again for joining us for another session of the Scanner School podcast. If you have any suggestions for future episodes of Scanner School, please reach out to me at phil at scannerschool.com because again, today's session was exactly that. It was something that somebody had asked me for and this is the session here. So again, I will uh, see you all next week. I want to thank you all for joining the Scanner School podcast where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. I'll see you next week. 73. Thanks for listening to the Scanner School podcast. Be sure to visit www.scannerschool.com to access the show notes and bonus content.